Welcome to episode number 141 of Take Him With You for October 16th, 2011. Today, man geeks and the women who love them. It's right, today Amy is a complete geeky show for everybody. So you're not going to say anything? No, you're playing this um, interesting music. It's my tribute to Godzilla. I'm going to actually play the song later in the podcast. Oh, It's wow. just an intro music right now. Wow. But today's going to be really geeky because we're going to talk about the um, the brand new operating system for the iDevices, I I, the upgrade number five. Uh, we're going to talk about a fun iPod fiasco that we're having with yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about my new art site. And other geeky things that you come up with. So it should be a good program. And then, of course, we have a wonderful interview with our friends from England, Daniel and Laura Vieira, who are going to talk about man geeks and the women who love them. How about women geeks? That's not what we're talking about today. Aww, we can talk about that on another program if you want to do that. Yeah, I think we should, to be fair. Sure. So everybody stick around. We'll be back in a little bit with all sorts of fun goodies for you. Take a little more listen and we'll be right back. Survivor. No. The Office? Angela. Then what do we talk about? Gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, and geek stuff. Really? Yes. Cool. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And you need to listen to the Anomaly Podcast, where female and fandom converge. Find us online at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. You've been enjoying the uh, the Anomaly podcast lately, haven't you? Yeah, I just downloaded five more this week. Wow. So you ca- and, got caught up well, on the interviews I'm and everything? I'm not all the way caught up, but there were some really great um, episodes. We're talking about geeks. There was an episode about a little girl who was a geek, and she was like was really into Star Wars. She was Wars. a Star Wars fan, yeah. And, um, and she got bullied a little bit at school, made fun of about liking star wars that only boys are supposed to like star wars and um and so it was really cool because she um her mom blogged about it and it it got so that she got recognized by a bunch of um star wars people um like actors she should have just told the boys she just should have played this for the boys to get it back at them Baby monkey, baby monkey, riding backwards. You're not singing. Baby monkey. You know, if they did that, if she did that, they would hate her forever. And you don't know what it's 
song. Kind of reminds me of. It reminds me of Lamb Chop Lamb Chop Sing Along, the song that never ends. Let me see if it'll work for this music. This is the song that never ends. Someone started singing it, I like baby the Baby Monkey, monkey song of rocks. Going backwards on a pig, Baby Monkey. Come on, just sing it with me. No? No. No. Okay, so continue on with your story. You, so you're listening to an interview. I think Sue Kissenweather actually mm-hmm. did the interview. Yeah, it was really great. And um, it was it was inspiring because I, I it wasn't inspired, inspiring that the kids made fun of the little girl but what was inspiring was that um she got this huge outpouring i think there's over (coughs) three thousand comments on the mom's blog site and um, she got um emails and um support from all kinds of famous geeky people like felicia day and and i think the the lady who plays on the Star Wars Clone Wars is one of the Jedi emailed her, and it was really cool. She got Osaka. Mm-hmm. She got a lot of um, positive Potomay, support that, that it was okay to be a girl and be a geek. And then they also had a, a podcast recently that had like um, the main anomaly girls and then all the supplemental girls all together. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it does to me, but. <laughs> Those that don't listen the, to the podcast the should po- listen to it. The podcast, and they um, talked about um, geek, geeky girls and um, women in sci-fi. Women in sci-fi, and the fans and the stars, and um, it was a really good podcast. They brought up some interesting stuff, and cool. Well, everybody should listen to mm-hmm. Jen and Angela and the gr- the group of the Anomaly Ladies over at anomalypodcast.com. dot mm-hmm. That's why we support their podcast because they're cool. Yeah, and you know there are some parts of it um, that I might not get because maybe I haven't read a certain series or something. But overall, we have enough geeky stuff in common that I get a lot out of it. Cool. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Okay, so lots of things have been going on at our house. Just it just seems like it never stops. I know, but sometimes I think I like a weekend off where I didn't have to do anything. But I come home and there's. You did make an attempt. I heard something really big happen while I was out of town for work. What? Am I not knowing this? What? I heard that you did the dishes once. Well, it was either that or not have anything to eat on and it smelled. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to well, do. Well, usually my daughter does the dishes every day. Um, I did it while messaging back and forth to my friend Al. She was um, fighting a bad cold, had cold and wasn't feeling well. Mm. So you broke down and did the dishes for her. Whatever. That was a momentous occasion. It wasn't that big of a deal. All I did was load the dishwasher. Yeah, but... That's not that big of a deal. And I pushed a button and it started going... But that's a big deal for you because usually you don't touch the dirty dishes. Well, that's not even true at all. That was a big deal. That's just not true at all. You're making me that sound like I don't do anything. No, you cook and you pay bills. That's that's. Good. I cook, pay bills, fix things, break things. Break things and break things. But 
Do you want to tell them about your breaking things experience this week? I'm not too excited about it. It's really quite embarrassing. Because I, I actually was very proud of you because you broke something again last night. And and like you were working on it for like an hour and a half or so. Yes, I maybe know Maybe two Thank hours. You. I know how long I was working And on you it. know what? I didn't hear any screaming or yelling or even mumbling. And, and you came What's in the, the room. Point? You came in the room and I'm going... Um, so how did it go? And I, you, you said not well. And I go, well, I'm really proud of you because you didn't get all mad and upset. That's very good. Whatever. There's nothing I can do. Okay. So what happens? You got out of the car the other day and dropped your iPod. Yes. My very on the nice, cement. my very nice iPod that a friend of ours gave us. Yeah, I know. And you dropped it on the pavement. Yeah. So I ordered a new digitizer. That's what the screen, the glass screen is called. Mm-hmm. And I got it in the mail. It was $10 or $7, I think, plus shipping. And a little repair kit that was like uh-huh. $2. And I, yep, and I watched the video um, on over how to do over. it over and over. So I was well-versed, opened it up, and took the old digitizer off that was broken. And I went to put the new one in, and it was all working just fine. And then I, it wouldn't go into one of the corners of the iPod, and I pushed a little too hard and broke the new one. Mm-hmm. So... Um, in doing that, I found out, too, that when you press too hard on the digitizer, you can actually break the little LCD screen that's underneath that. Mm-hmm. And I did that, too. So not only did I break the, the new glass, but I broke the old digitizer, or the old uh, LCD screen. Mm-hmm. Well, nice part is that iPods don't cost a lot to fix if you do it yourself. But, of course, you have to be able to and have the skill. So I ordered $20 more worth of parts, $10 for the screen, $10 for the LCD. Got it, got it in the mail yesterday, and I sat down last night, made time, watched the videos two or three times again, and then attempted, and I was all the way, it was almost done. You had it all put together correctly. And it was correctly. working. It worked great. It was beautiful, bright display. I put the new LCD in. I put the new digitizer on, and I would, it just wouldn't go into one part of it, and I tried and tried and tried and tried, and so uh, one of the th- things on the on the video said that if you took your little uh, plastic tool and you uh, you were you pressed right this one spot that it would pop in and I pressed and it slipped out of my hand and shot underneath the digitizer and hit the LCD screen and guess what I did broke it again I broke the LCD screen and the ribbon that holds the digitizer to it oh no so that I thought the digitizer was still no. okay but no. now I have to order a new digitizer a new LCD screen yeah so um, I wish I had a friend that knew what they were doing because I'd let them do it because I'm just getting tired of our breaking o- things. Our oldest son said that he's replaced something like that And before. then if he break, breaks it, I'll be mad at him. So let's just not go there. <laughs> yeah. I, I can be mad at myself. Anyway, so now $30 into it and I've not fixed it. And it'll it. be $50 in and yeah, it still might not be fixed. I should have just taken it to somebody to fix it and called it good, but... But I think it's like $100 if you take it at to least. the Apple store. At least. Fix. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you can see a little bit why because it takes a couple hours of co- very concentrated, tedious effort to, yeah, to well. get it done. Maybe if you've done it a lot, you could do it faster. But yeah, you have to be very, yeah. very careful. And even when you're very, very careful, it's easy to break. Very frustrating. Very easy to break. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, wait a You know, I could give you my iPod Touch. And I could go get a new one that has a camera on it and everything, and then I could use that. What do you think? You have a, um 
iPad. You don't need another one. Well, I want a little camera to be able to take pictures with and we stuff. We have lots of little cameras. No, 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 no. That goes into iMovie, and that doesn't work without an iPhone or an iPod Touch. No. Yes, it, that's true. I know, but no, you're not going to get another iPod Why Touch. Why not? Because you have an iPad, and one of these days when our contracts are up, we're going to get iPhones, and they would have a camera <coughs> that can take movies and everything. Yeah, that's the other thing I'm trying to yes. get people, somebody who's on Verizon who's upgrading to the 4S iPhone. I know that they have the iPhone 4 that's just sitting there. And I would I would uh, definitely be interested in buying that. But uh, no bites on that. I put it on Facebook and Twitter and nobody seems to want to sell their iPhone 4. Have you looked on like eBay and Half.com? That's too much money. Yeah. People are trying to make the most out of it, I guess. Yeah, well, when they upgrade, unless their contract's renewed, they're expensive. And even with a new contract, aren't they? 200 bucks. Wow, really? Yeah. Eh, maybe I will or will not get one. But you can get the, uh, now you can get the regular 4 for like uh, like $99. And you can get the 3GS uh, iPhone for uh, free when you get a, when you renew your contract. But what's the difference between the 3GS and the 4? M- much. And then much more for for the 4s. They just improved them as they went. Much fat. Mm-hmm. The 4 is much faster. The 4s has lots more new features on it and cool things. Of course, now by the time our contract is up, they'll the have the five, five out, out, and that's the one we probably will get. So, yeah. Whatever. We'll I'm just, just so I'm so ticked at Verizon right now. I could scream. So. Well, it doesn't do anything. I I think it, you have to explain that when we were upgrading a year ago. Uh-huh. To our current phones, yes. we really wanted to get iPhones, but, but they we said were they weren't told get, Verizon, Verizon said they weren't going to get them. Wasn't going to get them, and so I go, okay, so you got a Droid that you really didn't care for, right? And I just got a plain old push button one, right? Um, because I I really, with the keyboard on it because you wanted to text, yeah. And so um, they weren't very expensive, and we got the upgrade. Um, but if we would have known that, well, like, two months later, two months later they were going to get the iPhone, yeah. we probably would have waited. We would have waited. I would have waited, even though your phone was broken at the time. I would have waited for the iPhone. Yeah. But so then I go back and ask them if we can have an early upgrade, and what do they tell me after thousands of dollars and years of customer uh, loyalty to Verizon? What do they tell me? No. No. Flat out, no. They won't even deal with us. So. I was ticked, so I, I I spent a lot of time on the phone with them, and then I emailed them, and the only thing they could come up with is if we took Andrew's upgrade for his phone, you could get into an iPhone. But I'm not going to take my kid's upgrade, so whatever. Yeah. Well, Verizon, um, blah on you. Well, they have if us... I could, around here, if we could switch yeah. plans, we would, but we can't. They have us over our barrel down here, though, because AT&T has some good deals on getting an they iPhone. They do, they do. But they don't have good coverage no, in, in drops southwest all the time. Washington yeah, State. It's, it's so. not very good. So, so we're stuck with yeah. Verizon, but uh, I wish I wouldn't, wasn't, because we, instead of, you know, it used to be back in, back in the days when I was young... It used to be that customer service and loyalty meant something to the companies that you worked with, but not anymore. Yeah. They just want new contracts. That's what their big thing is because they get lots of money. But whatever. I, yeah. I had, I'm kind of callous towards it now because they were kind of mean to me. And I'm like, you know, 
I, I like I said, I spent thousands of dollars with you, and you're still your guys are jerks. But oh well, enough of that. This so, is a positive. So podcast. everyone, pray for Rick. He's having a little bout with bitterness right now. No, it's he not. It's not prayer. bitterness. It's unfair. <laughs> I say I'm going to lodge he's, my own protest at the Verizon headquarters. He's, he's using this scripture. I will rejoice not with injustice. And this is unjust. That's what it is. You, I'm sure. I'm glad you brought it back to spiritualness. That That's my job. Because I'm going to stand in front of the, the Verizon headquarters and say, Heck no, I won't go. Heck no, I won't go. iPhone or death. Okay. No, nah, it won't work. You don't it. mind if I don't go with you, do you? <laughs> I guess not. So uh, you want me? you want to hear something good, though? Yeah, I'd love to hear something good after your rant against Verizon. Apple has come out with their new upgrade to their operating system on their iDevices. And it's really cool. It's, uh, it's uh, number five, iOS 5. And I upgraded. took me a little bit. Crashed the, the iPad about five times. And then finally it worked. And then I got my iPod working. And guess what? What? Along with the new upgrade, which was free, by the way. <laughs> which if I get my iPod... Working You'll get again. it too, yeah, but I, can I can't do it. it on that one because it's the wrong version. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're, she's borrowing her son's iPod right now. Yeah. Our son, I guess. It's my son too. Sure is. Okay, so anyway, get this. On <laughs> iOS 5, you now don't have to use the little white or black I, uh, sync cable anymore. That's good because I never did. No, I did. You did for sometimes. You. But it's it's wireless syncing to your iTunes. How cool is that? Over a Wi-Fi network. It's really cool. Also, there's a brand new, new uh, notification system. So now when I'm um, working on my music and stuff, the iPad doesn't lock up and then have a message come up and say you have a new message on Twitter or whatever. So it just, just really casually drops down at the top of the screen and tells you that you have a notification. And when you when your iPad goes to sleep or your iPod goes to sleep, when you turn it on for a moment, on the lock screen is all the stuff that happened while you were gone. That's really cool. That's I love that. And then uh, it's got a brand new messaging program, so you can I can text message now with my friends from England without it costing any money, hmm. which is really cool. And just all sorts of new little upgrades for it, and I'm thrilled with it. I'm happy, happy, happy. So that made me happy this week. Verizon yeah. made me mad, and Apple made me happy. Well, that's good that you're at least happy in there somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take pictures at a wedding tonight. Yes, you are. Did, did we ever find out if I'm going with you or if Nathan's going with Well, I hope you're going with, with you. me. Okay. I thought maybe Nathan might. You don't want to go with me, do you? Um. Well, I. you know, it's one of those things where I'm gone working all week, and oh. so... When it gets to be the weekend, I like to, you know, do but something. When I do a photo like shoot, it's laundry. And... And I know, but when I do a photo shoot, I really need you to somebody to be there with me because I can't pick up all my equipment at the same time and take pictures at the same time. So I think that everyone in our family has helped you on a photo shoot at least once. I know each of our boys and my daughter has. Yeah. Yes, you're you. You just need us. I do. I'm a needy person. Yeah. So that should be fun. And guess what? Another cool thing happened this week. Yeah? I, I finally launched my brand new art site. Yes, you did, and it turned out very nice. And what's the URL? Do you remember? Um, Moyer. No. Artbymoyer.com. Correct. Artbymoyer.com. Go check it out. I put up my um, 
pictures for sale and mm-hmm. some digital pictures. And I just talked to a friend about doing a shopping cart. So I'm going to be working on that here in the next couple of weeks. And did you um, did you put links on there for Nathan and Ivy's art? No. You will, though. Eventually, I guess. Yeah. You have to do that for our kids. They have some cool art stuff. Well, Nathan's a photographer, graphic artist. He's got a website. And a movie. NathanMoyerFilms.com. Movie maker. And um, my daughter, our daughter-in-law, Ivy. IvyMoyer.com. Yes, she does. Um, and it's Isn't just it IvyMoyer.com? Ivy. Are you sure? IvyMoyer.com. Yeah, and when I'm saying that, I'm spelling out I-V, not I-V-Y. I think it's just I-V. Why don't you check? Do you have your... Um, iPod Touch with you or your son's I, my iPod son's Touch? iPod Touch. Let's see if it works. It, you know, she's gonna check I'm it out. not very quickly. She's going to check that out and I'm going to play for you a cool tribute that I did. Um, back in the, do you remember back in the 80s the song called Godzilla? Hello? Um, no, I don't. Well, that's because you didn't listen to that kind of music. Well, um, Rico Dosti over at Trex and Sci-Fi, by the way, great podcast and a fun forum of cool people. You should check it out at treksinsci-fi.com. Anyway, he went and reviewed the movie Godzilla from 1956. You're not paying any attention. I'm trying to type in Ivy and somehow it turned it to Igniter. Don't you love it when the... No, spell checkers. Well, it's not very fun on the iDevices. Okay, so... Um, Rico covered the movie Godzilla and I was going to do a parody song but then when I I thought about it and there was a song that a band did back in the what 70s, 80s around there 80s um, and I really liked the song that they did so I just covered it I did a cover song one of my first cover songs and uh, you don't care so I'm just going to go ahead and play it right <laughs> I'm now I'm still trying to type in Ivy so uh, crank this up on your speakers and let your ears bleed a little bit because uh, this is my tribute to the song Godzilla uh, right here on uh, Take Him With You.
decade of electrifying horror. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Incredible Titan of Terror. Wiping out a city of six million in a holocaust of flame. Just wait. Do you remember watching those shows when you were a kid? Um, yeah, I did. Were they the greatest? I, you know, I'm trying to wonder now why I watched them. I don't know. They was cool to see a guy in a rubber suit walk around and destroy things. What was really wild is to think that was probably what stop animation, and they were little tiny fake models. The trees were only like an inch and a half tall or something. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. You know what we should do really? Uh, by the way, it's Ivy Moyer. Yeah, I found it. And if you, Ivy Y. Yeah, if you Google it, M-O-Y-E-R. she's like the first 10 things on there. At least when I Googled it, it's Ivy Y. There's one that says I Bowers, but that was her maiden name. Look what I'm doing right now. I'm calling our friend Richard Pete over in the Chicago area live as we speak right now to see if he'll get on the on on uh, skype with us real quick here we are ladies and gentlemen making a call and he doesn't even know he's on the podcast maybe he'll answer maybe he won't oh just a minute i see a voicemail hey glad you called me unfortunately i'm not here so leave me a message name number all the good stuff message and i'll get back to you as soon as i can thanks for calling well, Mr. Rick, we're trying to talk to you, man. Where are you? I know you're there because you just messaged me on the new, brand new iPod messaging thing, Bobber. <sighs> iMessage, I guess that's what it's called. Why don't you um, call us back when you get the chance? Now, how do I stop the call? How do I do that? Okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, I think they go like this. I think that maybe you should edit all of that out because it doesn't really have anything to do with our podcast. It absolutely has everything to do. You don't running, know what I, you don't even know what I was going to talk about. Aren't here. we running long? Let me see. How long are we doing? No, it's just about right. That's why I want him to talk to him real quick. We'll try one more time. Maybe he'll answer. Maybe he'll answer. This is Richard Pete that we're trying to get a hold of in. Uh, no, there it goes again. Hey, glad you called me. No. Okay, well, that's it. You lose out, Rick. I'm telling you, man. I know you're there. He's working on a bunch of projects, though. It's a Saturday. So, anyway, I was going to ask him because he just uh, upgraded all of his iDevices as well. And he just got the new 4S iPhone, and I was going to ask him about it. But uh, maybe next time. All right. Okay, so why don't we go ahead then and get into this week's um, this week's interview. Yeah. We've got friends that are really cool from England named Daniel and Laura. They are a neat young couple that, um, well, 
let's just say he loves his tech and she uses her iPod or her iPhone but doesn't like tech. And it's very similar. In fact, while we we're interviewing them, we kept looking at each other and laughing because why? Well, we used to be described amongst our friends as Little House in the Prairie meets Star Trek. That's true. Because I was more like, you know, earthy. Down ma, pa. Ma, I just, you know, farm girl. And um, and you were like into everything gadgety, electronic. This is um, also true. Yes. And I've, I've gotten more techie in the last couple of years. But before that, it was like, I, you know... I don't know. I just wasn't really into computers. I get really annoyed when you were on the computer all the time. Yeah, yeah and you would. So and now you are one of them. Well, I I haven't touched a computer, a laptop in like months now. But yeah. I I do use the iPod. I write my articles. I you do know everything what you on need? it. You need like an iPod or an iPad or like an HP touchpad or something like that. Well, you say that, except for um for work, that wouldn't be very practical to carry around with me while I'm working. So the iPod Touch is just the right size. That's why my next electronic device I like is really um, an iPhone because uh, then yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have to carry around a phone and an iPod Touch. All right. So I, I think I'm just going to wait a year and get an iPod or okay. iPhone. Well, we'll see. I do like how that the iPad is larger. Yeah, I know. That's why I was saying. Um, but it's not practical for work for me. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's get into the interview. This is a really cool interview. We call this Man Geeks and the Women Who Love Them. We'll be back after the interview to wrap things up and introduce next week. So stick around. With us today in the studio, all the way from England, are some great friends of ours, Daniel and Laura Vieira. Is that how you say your last name, Vieira? Yeah. Vieira, yes. Oh, good. I did good. Uh, Amy, Amy is here with me. Hi, dear. Hi, dear. And we are going to talk to them about some fun things because today's episode is called Geeks and the Women Who Love Them. <laughs> Well, at least I hope they, they love us. <laughs> and Amy needs to get closer to her microphone. Oh, you know, I probably just need to move the microphone. That would help be helpful. So so you guys are all the way from, where are you at in England? We're in Doncaster, which is in um, South Yorkshire. Oh, fantastic. All right. And we've known each other for many years now. At least Daniel and I have. And Do you go by Dan or Daniel? My wife calls me Daniel. I don't um, like it when people call him Dan. <laughs> she doesn't like it, but a lot of people call me Dan. I go by anything, really. Just don't call <laughs> you late for dinner, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that works. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, uh, let's just start off by kind of um, uh, how did you guys meet and uh, how you guys are married, how long you've been married, and uh, you have a family. Tell us a little bit about your kids as well. Yeah, sure. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it all started when I, well, I'm originally from London uh, and I moved up here, it must have been about 12 years now, 12 years ago. Um, and I met Laura through a friend uh, from work. Um, 
and Laura actually and was actually my um, my roommate. So, yeah, I needed to pay some bills, and um, she needed somewhere to live, and um, she became my lodger. Uh, and eventually, um, things progressed from there. Wow, you were you were you were like wow. This is pretty nice here. I like yeah, her. Yeah, we were living together. Yeah, but I mean, we. Yeah, it, it it was a while after you know we got we were we got together as friends. We got to know each other, which you know, which was really nice, and it just things things worked from there. Very cool. And and Laura, is that your recollection of everything as well? <laughs> it most certainly is. Yeah. Because <laughs> you Our never know. Decision when we got together was shall I move my things into your bedroom. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so you guys got married how long ago now? Seven years. Seven years, just recently. Wow, seven years. That's a long time. That's great. And yeah. you also have some cute kids. Uh, how many we kids did. do you have? We have two daughters, a five-year-old called Isabel and a two-year-old called Elia. Oh, very fun. And once in a while I see uh, pictures here and there of them, and they seem like really fun little kids. Yeah, they're they're, they're lovely. Um, they're very, you know, very enthusiastic. Very, we think they're very clever. Um, yeah, I know every every parent will, will every parent will say that, but um, they're just they're just amazing. They amaze us every day. <laughs> you don't yes. need TV when you've got young children. <laughs> well, when they get older, they amaze you every day as well. <laughs> mm, yes, I've heard. <laughs> don't they, dear? Very much so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You always have a soft spot in your heart for your kid kiddos, and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Amy, you can you can start off then for us. Okay. Um So Laura, when you married Daniel, did you know I how much of a geeky guy he was or did some things come as a shock to you? Um no, I think I pretty much knew the full extent of it when I married him. Um we'd <laughs> been living together for 3 years at that point, so so what, it was pretty obvious. It, it wasn't a real surprise for you when you realized he liked all these gadgets and d- different things, huh? No, you could tell as soon as you met Daniel that that was what he was about. It's mostly <laughs> what I talked about. So. <laughs> That's funny. So, so Laura, do you have any geek in you at all? I mean, do you, do you like gadgets and and uh, science fiction and stuff like that at all? Not really. I. I appreciate um, the gadgets that I've got. I love my iPhone, um, but I wouldn't say it particularly excites me in any way, the way it does Daniel. He could talk for hours about it. <laughs> how, how long have you had an iPhone, Laura? Um, about a year now. And, okay, yeah, so, a little bit. so Amy's had her iPod Touch for about a year. Mm-hmm. So maybe you ladies can say, um, I, I remember now, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong here, Daniel, but before uh, Laura had her iPhone and before Amy had her iPod, um, sometimes my wife would get a little bit upset with me for always checking my handheld device or using it frequently. <laughs> or using and, your computer all the time. Right. Did, was Laura like that at all? Yes, and she, it still happens now, <laughs> even <laughs> but, though she's got know, one. Yeah, but don't you find... Now do it. <laughs> but don't you find now that like Amy and Laura will spend way more time on their gadgets than they ever thought they would? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I think um I heard a comment just the other night that my husband wished that my iPod Touch was on the back of his head so that I pay more attention to him. <laughs> hey, there's it. That's it. We can come up with a new geekware. 
<laughs> where you know you slip the eye device on yeah never mind <laughs> built into your shirt pocket so yeah, that your wife yeah. will pay attention to you <laughs> <laughs> so you okay so laura you weren't surprised at at, at uh, the fact that uh, daniel liked all sorts of different stuff daniel when you married laura were you afraid that she wouldn't embrace your geekiness or did you think she was going to accept it pretty easily no i wasn't i wasn't afraid because um she knew exactly what I was about, and um, she mostly ignored a lot of it. So, <laughs> if if it didn't interest her, she'd you know I'd I'd, I'd start talking about something, and then she'd go, oh yeah, okay, yeah, and then she just want to talk about it. So, <laughs> I, I got the message. <laughs> so so how do you how do you keep the peace when you know one of you wants to you know probably more Daniel when Daniel when you want to be on your computer or doing geeky things and your wife would rather be doing something she'd like to do. How do you, how do you two work that out? Um, we tend to, um, give ourselves time to do things if, if we want to do different things and, you know, Laura will get on, she might, might she might want to relax with a bit of TV or something like that. And then uh, it's a good opportunity for me to, uh, to jump on the, the iPad or something like that. A lot of the time uh, I tend to, do a lot of my browsing um, um, at night because when we go to bed, we need to have the the TV on. Laura likes to you like to sleep to to a movie or a TV show, and um, she tends to fall asleep. So I can grab the iPad and catch up on Twitter or Facebook or the Treks in Sci-Fi forum by then. Wow, <laughs> that sounds awfully familiar. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I usually fall asleep first. Well, um, yeah, yeah, but you're always playing Words with Friends on your iPod. Yes, I do like my Words with Friends. We have a new little thing that goes on at our house that if if um, if I get to bed before Amy, which is rare, or if I get the remote control before Amy gets in bed, I'll put it on Star Trek and watch, and then she'll fall asleep before I do. Very quickly, but, I've seen every episode like 10 times. But she'll get in there and uh, put on a like a Hallmark movie or some cheesy thing like that. <laughs> and uh, then I basically will uh, play Words with Friends or something on my iPad because I'm not interested in what she's watching. But uh, once in a while, once in a while, I get the remote control nowadays. You just have to go to bed earlier. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you could have it more. <laughs> uh, we don't have that problem um, Laura's not really particular about what we watch. As long as the TV's on. Oh, that's nice. So I get to watch whatever I want. Wow. Okay, Laura, you be, when we get off of the interview, you need to talk to Amy about this. Um, <laughs> I think that you have the wand of power, as we affectionately term the remote control. Yeah, we call it the wand of power at our house. <laughs> it's his control device. It, but, it um, is. Usually, Rick will have the control, kind of the alpha male thing um, of the the remote control. But if I go to bed before he does, and um, then I can actually watch something I want to watch. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, when when one usually in a couple situation, one person is more into the gadgets and the technology than the other. That's just usually how it works. Very seldom do you see two people that are really into it and i don't know if that's just a, a fun thing that god does for us or i'm not exactly sure but um daniel um how do you handle because i know for me if i could i would buy everything geeky i could 
I like technology, and I would have all the latest gadgets and gizmos and all that stuff. If I could, if I had enough money to do that, I would do it. Um, are you like that too? Are you somebody that loves to grab the technology and and play with it and use it? Yeah, I'm. I've mellowed over the years. When I was in my younger days, I I used to love it. Um, when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of technology. We didn't have a lot of money. Not a lot of technology in the home. Uh, I didn't get a VCR till like in like the early '90s, for example. Right. Um, so, but when I started earning my own money, I started to uh, really explore it, and I had all sorts of things really early on. Uh, but over the years, I have mellowed, and obviously, having uh, being married and having a family, your priorities change. So um, these days, um, if I ever think I need something, obviously, we talk about it. I have to put a use case to for it to, to Laura. <laughs> And say, you know, this, we could do with this. You know, it would make our lives a lot nicer. Mm. You know, and, and we'll, we'll balance it out if we can afford it, or if if the need is there, then we, we you know, we, we'll look at it that way. But um, otherwise, I don't need the latest things anymore. Um, but it would be nice in an ideal world. Sure, yeah. sure. Laura, how do you handle it when? Uh, does Daniel have a certain way that you, or a look in his eye when you know mm-hmm. he wants a new piece of equipment? <laughs> He kind of starts off gradually, sort of mentions something, and then bit by bit he'll keep going on and on and on about it. And, and, and it's really hard to say no all the time, but you know we're just in that season of life where the spare cash isn't there. So, you know. It can take six months, you know, a year. Eventually, mm. we'll either get something or we don't. Something happens. And he tries to blind me with numbers as well. He'll be like, I'll sell this and I'll sell that. And then anyway, it'll stuff. only cost us this much. And this, this I've sounds, got no clue what's happening. This sounds very, very familiar. <laughs> I didn't have any idea. Daniel, you and I are kindred spirits because uh, <laughs> this is kind of what I do, too. Well, I, re- I remember when the, iP- the iPad came out, the first one, and we didn't have the money for it. And, and so I said, well, you know, probably the second one will be even better than the first one. So why don't you wait and save up and... So Rick had like a change jar <laughs> that he kept on saving and and had some um, Amazon cards from taking these surveys online and this and that. And so finally he got his iPad too. And, but but yeah, I did the sounds, exact same thing, didn't I? Oh, you were just obsessed with it. And, um, oh, I wasn't obsessed <laughs> yeah. with it. Um, but we've, this has been our whole married life because on top of being a geek, Rick is also a musician geek. So we've always had, you know, different keyboards and guitars and all these things that, that, um, and one of, one of my, one of my pitches to her about getting the iPad was that it had instruments on it as well. And I could make music on it. Saving space, that's a good Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Well, saving space, then why do we still have a didgeridoo and three guitars and, uh, and three keyboards? <laughs> we still have too much stuff in here. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, they are neat. And so I know that, you know, Rick just mentioned for his recording, for his music studio, that the iPad has really helped. How's the how's technology helped um, your family? I think it's mostly for convenience. You know, we have basically we have a, a network in this house. You know, it's it's the house is 
a few years ago we had some some work done and I took the opportunity to hardwire a lot of the rooms. So we've got basically we watch a lot of our media is, is stored on on hard drives on PC, so it's accessible in the front room and in the bedroom and in the living room and obviously on the the, the wireless devices. Um, so all our music and our DVD collection is all is all ripped to all ripped to hard drives. So it's and we used to watch a lot of all our TV through through PCs up until recently. So that's the main thing for us is is the convenience. So. And as long as uh, we, we know where everything is, what, one of the the things that bugs Laura a little bit is, is I tend to tinker a lot and I change <laughs> the software and I change where things are and it really annoys her. So yeah. I've got to watch what I do there. Yeah. Otherwise, that's the convenience factor for us. I'm constantly being taught another way of accessing things. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The other one. <laughs> so you're you're having to be very flexible, Laura. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's hard sometimes because. You know, it's it's so funny because as our as our geeky minds work, as you can attest to, Daniel, that there are more than one one way to get to things on on the computers, and um, that that helps us because you know whatever whatever we're running or working on or using, uh, we can see several different solutions. However, I have noticed that for Amy, there's she just has kind of one way that she accesses the info and. And, um, and if that way doesn't work, I get very frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> so we understand. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised, though, that my wife has gotten to where she can run the remote control sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know, I was, yeah, I can barely play the radio or no, run the TV. No, that's not but, true. Um, that's not true. I am electronically challenged, but. Not all the time. This is kind of in. A question to how has it changed your life? I noticed this is a spiritual podcast. Um, I never take a paper Bible with me anywhere anymore. I went to a whole women's retreat. Whenever I go to church, I just take my iPod Touch because I have um, Bible app on it. Um, have you guys found anything that's helped you spiritually with your electronics? We've got the uh, a couple of Bible apps on the iPad. Um, we don't take them. We don't take them to church, though, do we? I don't know why we don't. Or maybe we think that people think we're we're playing on the phone. <laughs> I, I have wondered that. I'm going. I wonder if they just think I'm texting people or whatever. Maybe we should. I don't know. Um, For me, I personally prefer a paper copy because that's just how I like. You to like books. You like. So I'm not got you that far yet on on the. Uh, I keep, I, you know, we, we you want you bought uh, yourself a new new Bible the other day, and I kept we were in the the bookstore, and I kept saying, oh well, we could get it on the the iPad's got it. We can buy the, this version on the iPad, and you could take it with you. And but you wouldn't let me take the iPad. Oh out of the no, house. but you're very you're very clumsy with, with things, aren't you? So. Oh, you wouldn't want to drop the iPad, would you? <laughs> no. You'll have to tell them about your your. Um, latest toy uh. kind of thing that the um, was it handspring? What's that called? Oh, oh, you mean my the case I got for my iPad? Yeah, he has this really it cool case. Totally that... changed my experience on the iPad. I am so much happier now. I was afraid, you know, when I first got it, you know how slippery it is. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't have kind of awkward, it has no grip on it. And yeah. so I was using it a lot for video and because I was excited about iMovie and all that jazz. And I was always afraid of dropping it. And a couple of times I did. 
You did. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I did. the The cat knocked. <laughs> the well, cat the knocked cats. it off I knew my the cats stand. Knocked it off a couple. And times. then it slipped out of my hands one time, but I wasn't. I wasn't standing all the way up, so we were okay. But um, I got a little nervous about it, so I found um, some friends of mine work in the television industry, and they were somebody blogged about a uh, a new um, uh, what am I calling case for for the iPad two that allowed it to stay on your hand so it was like an extension of your hand and uh so i got it and um i since i got it have used my ipad probably twice as much as i did before and i used it a lot before and i was always scared to hold it um because i didn't want to drop it but um now it it kind of makes it feel like it's just part of your hand because there's an elastic band on the back of the case and it goes over um, the back of your hand, and um, it, you can't drop it. Yeah. It's impossible to drop it because it's, like, attached to your hand through this elastic band. And it's, it's really cool. cool because it also is, like, on a Lazy Susan, you know, you can actually um, turn the uh, device around. While it's on your hand. While it's on your hand, which is oh, really that's cool. Yeah, it's called the handstand. Yeah. handstand. We've got a similar – when I got the iPad, uh, the first thing I did was buy a case for it because – yeah. I like to make sure it's protected, and we've got a similar one, uh, but it's more like a, a sort of a portfolio sort of folder. But uh-huh. it's got a, a, uh, an elastic on the back, so you can hold it one-handed, but you can't use the camera with it. Oh, so, yeah. so it's more for holding to read or something like that. But yeah, that sounds really, really good. And if you can rotate as well, yeah, that's perfect mm-hmm. for for filming. Yeah, exactly. And then and, and doing a lot of recordings and just very convenient. But I I found that when I feel safe with the gadget in my hand. It's a lot easier. Like I got, I have a case for my iPod. In fact, Amy has a story of what she recently did to her iPod. Mm. <laughs> well, I I have to wait till after your birthday really to tell the whole story. Why? I'll mm. explain after your birthday. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I know. Yes. <sighs> anyway, my she, my she I, dropped her iPod on the cement. My iPod um, screen smashed. So I was I, I was it. the hero and I, I ordered her a new screen from mm-hmm. eBay. I got it and it, it watched the instructions on how to replace it. And so I took off the old one and started to put on the new one and it wasn't going in quite well. And then I broke it. Oh and, no! And then on top of that, he broke the iPad. Um, oh, the iPod. The iPod. LCD, LCD as well. Screen, so it was fine before I started working yeah. on it. Oh, no. So the underneath part got broken. But too. the nice part is it only cost me $20 to reorder <laughs> <laughs> the parts, and they're on their way right now. So, I remember you, you, you tweeting about that, and I was looking at that, thinking, I don't envy you trying to do no, that because it's no. very, very fiddly. Yeah. I'm going to try and find somebody who knows what they're doing actually, to help me fix it. Actually, our oldest son offered to do it because yeah, well, he's he done breaks it, it before. No, he hasn't done that. Well, I thought, yeah. Well, Didn't anyway. we charge like a hundred pounds here to fix? They can do, yeah. Screen. It's not cheap. Wow. You take it to a store; it's quite expensive to get them. Yeah. They do everything; they get the parts and everything. But it's like hundred pounds to. Yeah. To well, fix if them. I took it to the iTunes store in Seattle, it would probably be over a hundred dollars for them to fix it. I would yeah. think. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Not sure the pounds dollar ratio. Okay, right so now. we so you have all this geeky stuff in the house. You, you, you obviously. Uh, Daniel, you and I, we love the the uh, technology and all that jazz. What would you say, Laura, are some of the drawbacks to having the technology so readily available? Cables. 
Uh, Amen. (laughs) Amen. I get so tired of cords everywhere. I get you on that. My wife, <laughs> as a musician too, I I had cables before before uh, they came out with all the computer stuff. I had cables had everywhere. Cables everywhere. And my wife used to say what? I, I just I can't remember exactly what I said, say but I remember more when more cables. You don't remember this? I can't remember, but I wrote it on a box. When we first got married, I collected these random cables from all over our house and put them <laughs> in this little box. Yeah. And now. His cables would probably take up a whole closet, not they, just a box. What do you mean probably? They do take they up do. a whole closet. Actually, a bunch of bins in the hallway. I've got cords I haven't used in years, but I still keep them. It's awful. <laughs> you know, it's do you awful. do that, Daniel? I, yes, I've fr- recently thrown away quite a few cables, old cables. I've still got a bag of cables in the cupboard. Uh, <laughs> we did have some somewhere else. So I got rid of a box full. Uh, but... The thing with cables and technology is that when technology progresses, the cables reduce, yeah. and it's a very good bargaining tool to, in, to to change the technology to a more modern technology, yeah, and it's worked a couple say, of times. That's another tool he uses to try and convince. <laughs> right, Mo- less cables, cables wireless. In, to reduce. That's a <laughs> great idea. Them, so. That's an excellent angle. So all of you geeks out there listening, use that as a bargaining chip. Less cables, <laughs> more wireless. wireless. There won't be there won't be cables all over. I believe yes. that I've used that on you before. Oh, because that, never, that they does never drive me nuts. reduce. They're they always do there. reduce slightly. <laughs> one less cable this time around, and then next time maybe another another cable. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sure that uh, you guys like us are thrilled with the fact that a lot of the electronic devices have come down in price. Until you of oh, course yeah. get into the Apple stuff, and then it's expensive. Yeah, the Apple stuff tends to be a, a premium, but and I, you know, I wish I could afford uh, uh, some Apple, more Apple products. But you know, that's my late, my latest, uh, my latest thing was to try and replace a laptop and a, and a big desktop PC with a small iMac, but it's not quite working yet. <laughs> not working uh, yet, huh? No, yeah, my no, it'll be a few years. Our our oldest son, when he went away to college, the college I want to say gave him a laptop, but I think he'll be paying for it for the next thirty years. Yeah, um, on his student loans, but. Um, all of the film students in the cinematography program um, had to have this Mac laptop to do their schoolwork. So um, he really likes his Mac, and my daughter-in-law has a Mac, too. Um, We, you know, I wouldn't mind, but they are a lot more expensive than the... They're they're a better product, though. They're a better product, probably, but they do cost more um, in the initial phase of it all well okay i've got a question for both of you what's your favorite piece of technology that you use Ooh, that's a hard one for me anyway you want to try this one first it'll probably be your phone yeah probably my iphone because it's personal and Mm. you 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 want the thing is you didn't you weren't that bothered originally because originally you had my old iphone ipod ipod touch that's what i had And you like that, and then that's what convinced you to get the iPhone. But before that, you weren't really bothered at all. You didn't want one until you got it in your hand and you started to use it. What, I think that sounds quite familiar. What do you, what do you use the most, Laura, on your iPhone? What program do you like? The app do you like the best? Probably at the moment, Instacast. And that's yeah, is that the podcast. the podcaster type of it grabs yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I don't have that. I should get that for mine. Hmm. 
it's it's really cool. I use that as, as well. It's it's so much easier than syncing with iTunes because it does everything for you. If if you're in even in, it does it over three G as well. But I mean, if you just you can set it just to Wi Fi only, and it'll download all your latest podcasts and everything. I don't need to keep putting the the phone into into the dock or anything like that. Oh, my wife! Will, uh, that you just made like her day. Something for me because every time I want to download another podcast, I have to go to my podcast. And then go get more. Um, get more and then click on um, download whatever program and it, it takes a while. So Yeah, this this'll do you turn you set it different intervals, but you can set it up to when you when you fire up the app, it'll do it'll search to see if there's any new things to download. It'll download as in the background and it'll let you know when they're all downloaded and then you can wow. listen. Or you can even stream. You don't even have to download. Oh, if you that's wanted cool. To, you can stream the, the podcast as well. Very, very cool. Okay, so, okay, Laura, I'm still asking you questions on this. What's your favorite podcast that you listen to? Oh, I'll take him with you. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't set that up. I wasn't meaning to do that. I just uh, do, you, do you have other ones that you enjoy too? Um, out of range. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. That's you're a good plug, one. You're doing all the plugs now. Yeah, I like that. How did, and how did you first hear about uh, Taken With You, Laura? Was it from Daniel? Through Daniel, yeah. yeah. I used to walk in on him when he was cooking in the kitchen, listening to these strange people talking. <laughs> <laughs> listening to. And then gradually just started listening and, and then started really enjoying it. And now we have this banter back and forth where I interrupt Amy too much, don't I? <laughs> yeah. This last episode, I thought she was going to shoot oh. me. <laughs> I was surprised she didn't. I know. Metal, metal, metal babies. babies. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You know, in the, and in the latest um, um, Amazing Race podcast with Alan Joyce, uh, he drops the name Metal Babies twice in the episode. <laughs> just for Amy. It's so funny. Well, I, I, we're just so glad that you listened to our program. That's very cool. Okay, Daniel, now you got to answer the question. What's your favorite piece of technology? I've got to say it's media, my media center setup um, because although I love the iPad and the iPhone, um, when I'm at home, I love having access to all my media content and online content and everything like that. And it's set up all around the house. Um, and I, you know, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I don't watch television. I watch, I watch everything online pretty much these days. And I, I don't think I could do without a, a cable box. Tomorrow, if it went away tomorrow, I couldn't do without the internet. So it'd have to be the internet and my media center set up. So now, did you design this, or is it something that everybody could do? Or I mean, I'm sure somebody, it's something people could do if they understood it. But did you design the whole idea of this, or or what gave you the the thought to do this? No, basically, um, I there's there's different. It's basically PC software, and it's free, and there's different. Um, types of software you can use um, I, I was for many years I used to use uh, the one built into Windows Windows Media Center right because uh, I used to run my TV through there uh, we used to have satellite TV and you can get satellite TV cards for it and I used to run it through there uh, I don't do that anymore we've got a basic cable box now an HD cable box to watch TV because we don't watch a lot of TV but um, there's loads of different um, software you can use but the the one i my favorite at the minute is is called xbmc which stands for xbox media center and oh, it's interesting. A, 
it's an old name because it's it originated on the original Xbox. It was like a media program for that, and they kept the name. But it's basically a universal media center app that will do. It'll play DVDs. It'll play any type of video file, music, and it's got online content as well. Uh, and and that's networked around the house. I've got it on all my PCs, um, and I can access all my content through it. And it's amazing software. It's all open source, free, and the people who work on it do it in their own spare times. You know, and but there's a, a huge community behind it. So in essence, then you created what Apple just is putting out now, the cloud. You created a cloud in your house. Sort of, yeah. It's it's accessible. You know, basically, I run. You can run it from either one computer or from a, like a network drive, and every computer can access the content. But yeah, it's like a, a an internal cloud, I suppose you could call it. That's pretty cool. And and don't you think that's probably where it's all going to be going? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a long way to go yet. I think people are, are reluctant to let go of their content because it's good. I think at the minute, like with iCloud, it's a great idea for backup purposes. Um, and online streaming is in its early days. I know you guys have got a lot more uh, of that than we have over here. Over here, it's, it's very much in its infancy. Oh, okay. uh, but, but I mean, in terms of um, content um, consumption, uh, it I think it's going to be, be what I'm doing is going to be, I think, precedent for, for a long time. Backup storage like iCloud is great, but if you have everything online and you don't have access to it, one day your internet goes, you're not going to be able to get it. So people are always going to want local content as well, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree because I know when, uh, especially with my business and everything, if, if the internet goes down, I'm pretty much stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do, I try to have all, you know, as, as much as the stuff here is that I, that I can, I, I thought that very same thing when they introduced this whole thing with the iCloud and everything that there's going to be people that are going to hold out a little bit because, you know, basically they become the man and, yeah. and they control the content, whether we like that or not. And there's not much we can do about it. So if we have, if we run into problems, you know, you know how hard it is to get a hold of Apple now in to even talk to customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it going to be like when all this? You know, all of a sudden your content isn't working. What are you going to do then? That'll be interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. I wonder how many other people are as lost as I am. Are you lost? I am totally I lost. Down. Oh, Laura <laughs> seconds that. Oh, look at we just went geek on them. I, oh, I, you know, I don't, you know, I have seen something on my iPod Touch that says Media Center, but I never knew what it was. <laughs> so <laughs> every once in a while, it'll get on this one page, like when I'm on iTunes and this Media Center thing will come on. Okay. And I had no idea what that was. And evidently, that's something kind of like what you guys are talking about, but no, I really don't no, know. No, it's not. But that's okay. Okay. Um, the, they're introducing today a brand new operating system. Uh, well, we're on the interview today when they're introducing it, but uh, uh, it'll be a few days out when we when this airs. Uh, but uh, they are introducing a new concept where, well, it's not a new concept, but basically um, all of the all of the music that you've purchased on iTunes and movies and all that other stuff is is held by Apple's servers. Does that make sense? It's yeah. it's at their place. Okay. And and then so you don't have to use up all your memory on your iDevice. You can then access it like kind of like, like I do my Gmail. 
my Google Mail. Yes. It keeps it there so you can just stream it or bring it into your environment without having to have it on the device already. So it's like... So it stores your info. Like my email's kept safely on Google servers. Correct. So I don't have to like use up my... Is, is that a good explanation, Daniel? Is that, does that work for you, Laura? Yeah, pretty... Well... I'm lost. You're lost, are you? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Basically, you'll be able to keep the content with you if you choose. Mm -hmm. You can have it, as you do now with iTunes, have it in your in your media folder. Uh, but what the... You've got the ability to download your purchases again. You could do that with apps, but you can do it with music now and video, at least in the United States. Over here, it's slightly different. Uh, but then you've got the ability to do that and, and also call up whatever you want at a certain time. So if, if you've got more content than your actual device can hold, you can choose what content you want to bring down at a certain time. Oh, that's so, so if you've got too awesome. many albums, for example, to that's hold onto your iPod. That is so, yeah, fantastic. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, we have to do that now with our iPods. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah. You don't. Well, I have a lot less on here than I used to, but on my iPod, my old iPod, yeah. music-wise. But yeah. we have to kind of just put a we'll few things manual, on our yeah. handheld device and the rest is on our PC. But this, instead of being on your PC, it would be on a um, server it'd be on, away from Yeah, it'd be home. on both, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so what uh, another question before we switch gears a little bit here, let me ask another geeky question real quick. And and that is from both of you, um what what would you what do you feel are the advantages of of being a geek, Daniel? What do you think the advantages of being a geek are? I find I am more clued up on on a lot of current things that are going on than some other people I might have conversations with. You can I can talk to people about certain things and they think I'm a genius. Well, I'm not. I'm just interested in certain things that they're not te te you know, particularly interested in. It sounds very technical and very, you know, like a, I know a lot of, a lot of, well, I do know a lot of stuff in certain areas, but I mean, it sounds like I'm very, very intelligent or I've been researching things for, for years. Uh, when in reality, it's just because I've, I'm interested in that particular subject. When there's people who might be interested in sports, who sound as equally as intelligent, so I think that's an advantage when you're talking to other people. It can also be a disadvantage because you can bore the heck out of people a lot of the time <laughs> when I you're talking. I don't bore you, do I, Amy? Hmm? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> She's over there. Okay, now this is ironic. She's over there looking at her iPod Touch. While I said, I don't bore you, do I? And she's reading. She's not even paying attention to what you're saying, Daniel. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so what do, you, okay. what do you feel the advantages of having Daniel be geeky are, Laura? What are the advantages? Um, I don't know. I guess really it's, in, it's introduced a lot more into my life, you know, in terms, like in terms of podcasts and things. I never would have listened to those if it wasn't for Daniel. And, and they've introduced... A lot into my life on my spiritual journey. Oh, which, very cool, very cool. Yeah. Well, that's like, I've been trying to introduce podcasts to Laura for about two years. It must have been. I've been saying you need to listen to podcasts because she used to take her phone and listen to her albums and stuff on the train because she tra travels to work. I said you need to try some podcasts. You know, there's some good. You know, and finally, <laughs> she started listening to Taking with You, and now she's how many podcasts? You listen to more than I do now. You probably mm -hmm. more podcasts than I do. I've got about thirty to listen to. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
That's it's funny. amazing. That's awesome. I, I listen to quite a few podcasts at work too. I listen to um, the Fringe podcast and um, Fringe casting Fringe with Wayne casting and Dan. And I I have a lot. Um, Women Talk Sci-Fi. Oh, Women Talk Sci-Fi is a popular one with Amy. Um, Anomaly. Yeah, Anomaly. I've listened with to Jan it. and Angela and all the other new people they have on there. And of course, the one that Laura mentioned, the um, on the not fringe on the. What? Uh, I just saw on the top. Okay, let me look. <laughs> what? Which, which which are you talking about? The one about. You know the monkeys and the the monkeys. <laughs> you, you, are you out of range? Out of range. Out of range. Yes, oh my gosh! I'm like, what is she talking about? I, I was the I, monkeys. I had the friend. The monkey cast. That's right. Knew what I was talking about. <laughs> we listened. By the, the way, the monkeys um, and the robots and we listened to the robot one all the way up to Bainbridge. Was it Bainbridge Island that we listened to it? The, no, where do we go? We went somewhere. The funny thing is, is most of those robot shows we hadn't heard of before, except yeah. for the Transformers. We really enjoyed the the audio thing that you did in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I guess I should tell everybody. Daniel does a podcast called Out of Range, and I've listened to. I think all that you've put out. Have you just yeah, put out two? Yeah, yeah. We've, I've listened to both. We of them. really like them. I just want you to yeah, know that they're very good. <laughs> And it's it's um, been interesting being exposed to TV and things that I've never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me want to try to find them. But yeah. I don't know if they have them here in the U.S. Yeah, we have lots of access to different things, but yeah. you just don't ever watch it. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Okay, so a good segue. <laughs> when Laura brought up the whole spiritual aspect of things, um, now both of you are you both believe in God. And uh, maybe you could tell us just a little bit about your spiritual journey and where you're at with all of that, because uh, that's one of the other reasons that uh, we get along so well is that we have a belief in God together. Um, well, I probably instigated it um, probably about a year and a half ago. Um, I was looking really for things to do with, with my girls um, and was Googling on the internet drama classes. And I came across um, some classes that they did at the local Salvation Army Church um, and I emailed them and found out that they were Sunday school classes. Um, and w when I got the email back, it just seemed so welcoming and so friendly that I went along and, and just absolutely loved it. And the girls loved Sunday school. And it's, it's kind of grown mm -hmm. from there for me. Um, I'm now doing the Alpha course. I don't know if you have that in the US or... I'm not I sure. I think it's worldwide. Yeah, it, it, it probably is. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have friends that go to that church. They actually work at the um, thrift stores, and they go to that church, so I could ask them. Alpha, mm -hmm. Alpha course, is that is that kind of like a basic believer's class or something? like? Or is it, is it the children's class? No, it's the... It's an, it's, it's an adult class, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, basically, it's basically Christianity 101, isn't it? Yeah. Basically. An introduction. It's an introduction. But oh, I'm, I'm sure it's, uh, it's, uh, if it's not worldwide, it's, 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 it's at least nationwide over here. Yeah. It's not church specific. It's no, not it's specific not. to the Salvation Army. No, it's not church specific. But you're really enjoying oh, that, aren't you? Yeah. You've done about, you're about a third of the way through it, aren't you? Yeah. That's cool. But, that's, that's really, really cool. So you're enjoying that. That's great. Mm -hmm. 
and your girls are really enjoying the Sunday school classes. And oh, I got to see pictures of them uh, dressed up as was it was a sheep and a donkey, or <laughs> I can't remember oh, what yeah, it was. That, that was for the uh, nativity. Uh, I was, th- I was ago, thinking that it? sounded like a Christmas pageant of some yeah. kind. <laughs> they were so cute, though. I was. So I, I think I remember trying to get my daughter to be a sheep in a in a Sunday school play. And, she wasn't being very cooperative. So, so Daniel, how about you? Are, are you are you a believer in God, and and how did you come to that conclusion? I am. I I've always had uh, an in, you know from my sort of perspective, I've always had a, a an interest in, in faith from quite a young age. Uh, I've never really been um, involved in it, um, but. It, and but the last few years I've I've been re- doing some reading and, and stuff like that and I've, I've always found it interesting from a historical perspective as well because I quite like history, um, and it all seems to have come together in the last couple of years. You know, with us attending the church and um, getting to know Uric and and everything like that, it's 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 brought a lot of things together for me, uh, and. Um, that's where I am with it at the minute. It's, we're at the beginning. I feel we're at the beginning of a of a journey at the moment. But sure, I've never felt better about it. To be honest, it's really, it's really, it's really connected with me. Well, I've noticed, and just in an observation way here, I've noticed that you are, you are always pretty upbeat anyway. But you, you both seem to have a, um, I don't know, kind of a what do you call it? Uh, uh, more of a what do you call it? Uh, you're happier, and and there's more joy coming out of out of out of what you're doing, and I think that's I think that's a, a, a testament to what God is doing in both of your lives, which I think is great. Def- definitely, yeah. We've had a lot of things work out for us in the last couple of years, uh, and we can't deny that. And I, I think you can't deny. I don't think we can deny it's, it's God's God's touch there. And um, I think lately we found a, a new confidence. I don't know how you describe it, Laura, but we just feel a lot more confident in life and where we're headed and things like that. And and we can't pinpoint it, but it, it we you know it's got to be it's got to be God's work. That's all we can think of, and we believe it. Don't we? That's that's very cool. And I think I think most couples, you know, when you when you allow God to be part of your life, you kind of you the stride of life becomes. Um, different and better i think not that not that your life becomes la la land or you don't have any problems it's just it seems to be i don't know it just seems to be more divinely guided i guess is the word i don't i don't i don't even really know how to describe it but the type same type of feeling that you just described mm-hmm. is is what i would say too so that's that's very very cool all right now the now the big question uh you guys have been together you just celebrated seven years together mm-hmm uh, your anniversary was only what a week ago, two weeks ago. Uh, a couple of weeks, yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks now. Okay, so and you've been married for seven years. That's a long time nowadays. What kind of advice would you give to couples considering getting married? Do you want to take this one? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess we were friends first, so learn to be be friends, friends, get to know each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's got to be a lot, a lot to do with it. We have, to, you have to, you know, it doesn't always have to be that way. But I, I think it's, uh, it, it helps to know the the person well. Um, you need to realise that you, you you can be different. Um, a lot of people, 
especially when they're trying to meet somebody, uh, if they don't have somebody, they're trying to look for people with similar interests and ideas and things. It doesn't have to be that way. We found we, we are totally different. Yeah, we've, we've got nothing in common. We've got hardly anything in common. <laughs> I think we like we like to watch uh, some reality TV together, like um, some like American Idol or something. I think that's the only thing we actually like to watch together. <laughs> Not, you know, we're we're not that far off. <laughs> yeah, we have a few things we like to watch together, but a we're lot of... really opposite when it comes to taste. Yeah, yeah, we're like that. But I mean, you gotta. I think that's what we can say is don't worry about that because end of the day, if you're going to get on and you love each other, it doesn't matter what you like, and you only have to have is tolerance and respect. Yeah, that's very, very a very good point and very good advice. Very, very cool. Anything else that you guys would, would want to say before we uh, say goodbye to everybody? Um, just to, to emphasize, please check out my podcast. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> called good. Out, out of Range. Uh, and you can find that at um, on iTunes. Just search for Out of Range. Very cool. Now, the website that they could go to is? Oh, it's um, dangelous.com. That's D-A-N-G-E-L-U-S.com. Um, if you hit, if you just go to that, it'll you can find a link to the podcast. Very very cool. Now, can we expect to hear Laura on any of these podcasts coming up? <laughs> Actually, yes. I think we're it possibly going to be the next one we do. We're, we're thinking of doing uh, one on the Rocky movies. Excellent. Um, Yo, Adrian. <laughs> Laura was a, a huge fan of the, these films, and I'd seen them a few times, but I was never. A, a big fan, but she really she made me watch all of them in one day once. And it was my twenty first birthday. Yeah, it was your twenty first <laughs> birthday. That was her, one of part of her pri- uh, present. Was we watched all the Rocky films in order. I love the Rocky films. I wonder if for my birthday, Rick could watch the the um, Jane Austen movies with me. Oh. <laughs> He hasn't watched a single one. I keep on giving him a bad time because I've seen every Star Trek movie with him ever made and every TV Star Trek TV show, and yet he's never sat down and watched a Jane Austen movie with me. I think that that's that might be something you might consider there. Oh my goodness! He'd have to wear earplugs because he can't stand them. Oh my goodness, I'm in big trouble. I should have never opened this can of worms up. Well, that would be fun. I'm looking forward to hearing your Rocky podcast because I've I've seen all the movies. You know, Laura, what did you think of the the latest Rocky movie? Uh, Without revealing too much. Actually, how it came full circle. It was pretty yeah. pretty darn cool, if you ask me. It I, actually made me cry. I need to watch it again. All I remember is he oh. had a son, and his son wasn't. His son was more like um, I don't want to say prissy, but what? he was. Well, he wasn't. You know, like a rough. He was more like his mom or something. He wasn't the rough and tumble. No, uh, it well okay. I that's gotta, what you got I out of the movie. I have to remember. Right? I have to watch it again. All actually. I know is that, that it was after being a fan of all the other Rocky movies. This one was. I went to go see it in the theater and was just blown away by it. I just couldn't say enough good about it. Had to had to get it when it came out. I think I need to watch it again because I'm not remembering that one as well. I've seen some of the other ones many times, but I haven't seen the last one. I was just happy they made another one. I think we need to watch that again. It's been a while since Mm -hmm. we watched it. Did you watch the alternate ending by any chance on there? I what is that? (laughs) Uh, Well, don't you know about the alternate ending of that movie where he wins? 
Really? I think that's yeah. There's if you got, I haven't got the DVD, but if you if you um, check the DVD, I think there's an alternate ending where um, Rocky wins instead of him losing at the end. I, don't, I think. Spoiler alert! Really spoiler works. alert! <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I can I can't remember. Much. I didn't know that. Yeah, check out the, the extras. Okay, I don't think I have the DVD. I we think I went and rented it. it. Yeah. That's what I did. So I didn't watch that. I'm going to have to we'll do have that We'll have to now. see if they have it on Netflix. They might. They won't have the alternate ending on Netflix. Oh. But yeah, Redbox might have it. I don't know. It's an old Do you guys have Redboxes? No, we don't have. We're, yes, we're very they... backward over oh, here. Oh, or is it a Blue flight. Box? No, Doctor Blue Box. That's Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have many of those anymore, unfortunately. Uh, There's only about three left, I think. Oh, You'll man. have to ask Meds. <laughs> yeah, he'd know where everything is, Doctor Who-ish. I he? think he's got a map with them all on, and I think he's trying to visit oh, them all. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that whatsoever. Now, have you guys gotten together with the other folks from England? Um, that comes up at the end of the month. We're, oh, we're meeting right. in Nottingham on the 29th of October. Oh, I can't wait Aww. to hear the report on that. I wish I could be there. Right by your birthday, too. Yeah, I know. That would be a, if I was rich, I'd, I would buy you a plane ticket uh, to go there for your birthday. But I'm not rich. <laughs> Which reminds me, I need to get um, off here in just a minute and go to work. Yes, you do. It's time for her to go to work. Well, you guys, what a privilege and an honor to have you on the show. And so glad that you said yes. We've been planning this for a while, but we finally got around to it. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> With all the scheduling and everything. You guys are, it's like after 10 o'clock over there. So you guys are probably tired and want to go to bed. But uh, thank you so much for being on the program. Um, both Amy and I really appreciate your encouragement every month and and uh, your, your tweets and your comments. And it, it warms our heart to know that our program is, is – uh, making a difference in your lives. And we're so glad to start to get to know you guys. You, you're you a neat couple, and we're so so glad you were on the program. So thank you. You're very thank welcome. You. It's been a privilege. I hope everybody enjoys the interview. We'll have it uh, all edited up and, and out. Um, and uh, we just want to say God bless you guys, and uh, may you continue on your journey with God, and may your family be blessed. Live long and prosper. Oh, there you go. My wife says the Star Trek line. <laughs> Live long and prosper. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. What a great couple to talk to. Weren't they fun? They were. And one thing you didn't hear that we didn't record is when we got off of the, the, Skype, the, record, call. the Skype call. Well, well, we not were the still Skype. on. Yeah, the, yeah, I know. What you we mean. were still on the Skype call, but you stopped recording. As I said, oh, this is a spiritual podcast. I should have probably said that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Yeah, that's a scripture verse. Right. But I think they stole some stuff out of the Bible for Star Trek. So. Well, of course they did. Yeah, they. You know, I've I've heard before that even if you aren't a religious person i guess uh, or okay. a believer as right. we would like to say um that it's a good idea to read the bible because um the bible is one of the most um alluded to sources of literature well sure it is um it, you know well it's the basis of a lot of western civilization it is so a lot of the stories are the same i mean you know people talk about that was a David and Goliath moment, mm -hmm. or right. um, you know, boy, he was as wise as King so Solomon. So what? What were you trying to refer to? That what did we talk about afterwards? I I had said live long and prosper, and I said because that was Star Trek. Oh, okay. Got and it. then I, I said it. the okay. scripture verses. I pray that you 
prosper and be in health. And then you couldn't remember the name. And you couldn't remember the name of his podcast. Oh, I was so embarrassed. (laughs) I listened to both of the ones he put out, but I couldn't remember when my when my brain was on the spot. Yeah, out of range podcast, and you guys you can find that of course. Uh, where all the places and, that I and even though I didn't know some of the shows he was talking about, I found it that it was still interesting. Yeah, you know, our oldest son just walked through the door. Nathan, uh, do you want to come and say hello to our podcast listeners? Oh yeah, I'm sh- you know how much he loves to be on the podcast. Oh, you never know. He started a new job this week. Yeah. Um. So Nathan, come here. How how do you like your new job so far? I like it a lot. What are you doing? I signed a disclosure form. Oh, so you can't tell anybody or they I have to kill you? I fix computers and I fix bank computers. Ooh. And I deal with information that's on bank computers and bank servers. Wow, so and, you can't tell me any account and numbers? And I found out there's like 15 branches that you... 24. 24 branches. So On the tree outside? And I know about half the employees there. Ooh. That's true, you do. Actually, they all know you. I don't know them. Oh. Well, that's kind like, of I went scary. to school with Ricky. Yeah. Oh, I great. Ricky. Oh, great. <laughs> You have that's, to tell me who they are. That's what you get for moving back to your like your own your home area that you grew up in yeah. and your dad grew up in. Oh, so opened dear, how can how can people get a hold of us if they want to interact with us? Well, you can find us on Facebook. Um, Where at Rick um, dot Moyer at face well Facebook forward slash Rick dot Moyer or Facebooks forward slash Wow, you really Moyer. okay? You butchered those both. It's www.facebook.com slash rick.moyer or amy.moyer. Okay. Thank you. And you can also find us at takenwithyou.com. There you go. And you can put rick or amy at takenwithyou.com and get to us. And you can go to our new site, Mm artbymoyer.com or startrekparodies.com. Yeah. All sorts of we have all sorts of sites. Well, you have more sites than I do. And then the other cool Facebook is or email is the best way to get Twitter at Moyer777. I have a Twitter too, but you, I haven't. You been keep there in saying two that years. every time. Every time I say that, you say it, but you don't ever use I it. I haven't been there in like two years. Yeah. I I don't. I'll know. set you up on your iDevice if I can uh, fix it. If you can fix it, you can. If you mm-hmm. put Twitter on there, maybe I would check it because I haven't been on a computer yeah. in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, and if you want to contribute to help us uh, renew our domain and all that jazz, and keep the podcast coming to you and and support our family, you certainly can. All you go is go to. Um, to takingwithyou.com, click on the donate button. And if you just want to donate by PayPal, the address is rick at takingwithyou.com is the address that you can contribute to if you want to help us out. And we would greatly appreciate that, wouldn't we, Aim? You betcha. And we want to thank everybody that has helped us out. That is very kind of you. We appreciate every bit that comes in, and we appreciate you. And are you ready for me to say the end spiel? No. No? Next week on the podcast. Oh. Five things we've learned in 46 years. We both have birthdays in the coming uh, couple weeks. 45 years from well, 46 me. for me. So we're going to talk about, we're going to combine our list and, and talk about five things we've learned over the last 46 years. And it should be very fun. And we're, do, you, we'll, do you realize that we have been married longer than we've been single? I do know that. Mm-hmm. That's my son whistling in the background. He's wearing a very cute Cookie Monster shirt. Okay, that's enough. All right, you can say <laughs> the ending now. Okay, this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. It's true. You did it. I did.
You did. I'm impressed. Okay, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next time on Taking With You. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, Check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com.
Jesus the Son will. It is a 